delighted to have you join us on Take 10. We come to you every week with a topic that we throw out and kick around, and you're welcome to listen in, and uh, perhaps from time to time, maybe you've got a topic uh, that you'd be interested in talking about. With me, I'm Ron Aaron, by the way, Carol Zerniel, our co-host, and Dr. Jamie Heisman, a nationally known psychotherapist and expert on addiction and caregiving. And the topic that we're going to try to debate right now is, can you say no to being a caregiver? And let me set it up with having just seen the movie The Father with Anthony Hopkins. There's a scene in which his daughter in the movie, who has been his caregiver, uh, is absolutely pounding her head against the wall. I can't do this. I don't want to do this anymore. I have to say no. I've got to get away from this. And, and of course, one of the beauties of the movie, you don't know if she's really saying it or he's imagining it. If, if you remember A Beautiful Mind, where uh, in that film, some is real, some is not. So you don't really know if she's saying that. But I'm sure, Dr. Jamie, there are a lot of people who get into caregiving who really don't want to be there. Can you say no? I'm not going to do it. Wow, what an amazing sort of story. And I have not watched that yet. And I'm kind of like our co-host there, Carol, uh, who heads up all things aging. I, I'm not looking forward to it, even though I love Anthony Hopkins. Just more have than a lot of Kleenex. Have, have a lot of Kleenex and whatnot. But saying no as a caregiver, first of all, I guess I, I don't want this to be confused with saying no to things that create emotional burnout or no to things that allow us to create boundaries while we're caregiving. But I think your question is no to caregiving period. And I think that's the more important conversation, which I know that you're getting at here. So my feeling is, and you said that person was down the road. So yes, the, the answer is yes. I think you can actually say no and, and to caregiving. Now, that's a lot of qualifications here because I think you have to say no earlier, not like you just mentioned, in your caregiving journey than later. And you have to ask yourself you know, about that commitment and what you're willing to do because at the end of the day, if it's your mom, dad, brother, or sister, I mean, there's definite things, responsibilities and things that you cannot walk away from and yet you don't want to be caregiver, right? So you do have to quarterback the situation and strategize it. And whether it's the family of origin that you plug in as receiver or running back or catch the pass, or it's a faith-based group, a family of choice, I do think you can plan and have that conversation, that realistic, honest conversation with yourself early and, and make sure it still happens. Well, you know, when you asked that question, Ron, I immediately thought of the, one of the caregivers that we have a piece of her artwork um, and her, her caregiving situation was she divorced her husband years ago, years ago, and he remarried. And when he developed Alzheimer's, the new wife, who wasn't new anymore, she'd been with him for 20 years, wouldn't take care of him, said, no, I'm not going to take care of him. So the ex-wife, because her children, their, uni- their joint children, asked her, she moved him back into her home, having been divorced for most of her adult life, and took care of him. The picture she painted of herself was a woman drowning with water coming up to her chin. Her heart, you could see her heart in her chest, but it was surrounded by green. It was blocked off. She didn't feel any love towards this man. And I always think about her and the need to say no. He had one no and it led to a yes, but I'm not sure the yes was the right thing. It was a huge sacrifice. So, you know, in situations like that, you know, how do you, let's talk about this woman's situation, not second guessing her, but 
what would be, if we were in her shoes, what would we want to consider with this huge ask? Well, being realistic and honest again with ourselves, that this is not the journey that we want to embark on. Or in the particular case of, of this, that was an amazing story, Carol, this particular caregiver, um, maybe this is a, one that we have to, but we slowly have to get out of in some way. I think that we have to realize, and, and I'm not saying this about anybody, but if you have a mental challenge or you have, let's say, a neurological challenge or any challenge, chronic acute or terminal illness, we do tend to be more self-absorbed kind of, you know, the, the, the things around us, our needs need to be met. And unfortunately, that you know, we can demand a lot more. And I think a caregiver needs to understand that. And in the case of this particular person, there may have been a balance, I don't know, that she could have met. And that is, look, you're going to have to say, I can't do it right now. It's obvious she hated it. And what I say created what may have been called a hostile dependency as opposed to a warm loving caregiving. A hostile dependency is that sort of narcissistic trauma bond. And so we may be hurting the care receiver more when we say yes to it. But if she could have understood that this is maybe a stopgap, a bridge, a lily pad, and brought in the strategies around her to replace her, she may have felt less sort of negative about the whole situation. Interesting that you uh, use the term, we'll see. I'll come right back to you. If you just joined us, you're listening to Take 10. I'm Ron Aaron, along with our co-host, Carol Zerniel. Dr. Jamie Heisman is with us as well. And we're talking about, can you say no to becoming a caregiver? I had a conversation with my nine, soon to be 10-year-old daughter, Reagan, and she had asked for something. And I, and I said, uh, okay, Reagan, we'll see. And then I said, Reagan, when a parent says, we'll see, what does it mean? And she said, it means you'll never do it. And she, of course, was right. <laughs> so if this woman had said, we'll see, that's really, I'm not going to do it, right? Right. It's true. We'll see, though. And I think I know, I'm trying to put myself, as I, I do, in the patient's shoes, right? So she did have history with him. And even though it wasn't her time, um, we'll see might have been no. You're right. I can say no. Um, but she felt some pull, I know I'm not going to call it guilt, but some pull to do the ethical right thing because the poor man was left with a person that didn't want to do anything with him. So her will see is why don't we plan? And no, I can't do this the full time, but I am here for you too. And remember, Ron, what you said, um, and I just want to remind everybody who's listening, is that you have to say no, that our mom and our dad said no to us when we were kids, right? And so by saying no, we're actually showing somebody our boundaries, who we are, and also showing that there's lines and, and that they, they, they need to also respect, remember, that needy person. So I think saying no is, is, is important and at the right time. We'll see maybe your code word too, but I think there's a little bit more too. We'll see. I'm thinking back to an interview that Carol and I did uh, with a woman who was caring for her mother and obviously didn't like doing it, hated every minute of it, complained when we had her on the radio. Uh, it was so challenging and so difficult for her, but she did it. Now, doesn't the care recipient, if they have any sense of reading body language, know that this caregiver isn't really into this? Oh, I'm sure, Carol, you can answer that. You've probably seen many, but no doubt caregivers, even if they're narcissistic in some way, or let's just say self-absorbed, as we all may be from a health issue, I think the feeling of somebody who wants to be there and doesn't want to be there is pronounced. And I see that in a lot of dysfunctional relationships. But Carol, I'm sure across Caregiver SOS, you've seen it even more than me. 
Well, and you know, you know what you're talking about is here is somebody who's dependent upon others, right? They need this caregiving and you're putting them in a situation. I mean, they, you don't really want them, right? I mean, think right. about it. Think about put go back to the child in you playing your job, playing go back to the little kid in you that, you know, didn't get picked for a team or other kids didn't want to play with or mom liked your sister better or, you know, whatever it was, that feeling that you had. And that's the feeling you're giving to the other person by not really wanting to be there. You know, it's 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 a quality of life. And somewhere I think you do know if someone doesn't want to take care of you. Absolutely. And so, Ron, it's, it's, you got to make that decision early. You got to take care of yourself in the process. And to your point, you know, make sure you have that strategy for that, that entire thing all laid out and, and involve your family and, if you will, their family of choice. Well, and, often, Andy, the, the last thing I would add to, the, to Jamie's list is it's okay to change your mind. If you get into a caregiving situation and you realize, like maybe the lady in the film, I can't do this anymore. I can't do it. It's better to get out and, and start making plans and change your mind. Bingo, Carol. Bingo. I agree. Well, that's good advice. Thanks to both of you, Dr. Jamie Heisman, Carol Zerniel. Take 10. We come to you every week. And I'm Ron Aaron. We'll talk with you again very soon on Take 10. <laughs>